Hello, and welcome to Azeroth United, the podcast where we talk about World of Warcraft Dragonflight, World of Warcraft Classic, and everything in between. My name is Denethar, and I'm your host. Alright, let's get into it. So, World of Warcraft Classic, the hardcore servers have opened up on August 24th. It is a blast. Hardcore is all the rage right now. The servers are crowded. People are having so much fun. People are dying left and right. There's bodies everywhere. It's so much fun. I'm loving it. Um, it. It was actually kind of shocking to me to go into the Fargo Deep Mines in Elwyn Forest and see the dead bodies everywhere. And I'm not talking like normally when you see dead bodies. I'm talking about piled dead bodies dead night elves, dead humans, dead gnomes which I don't know why you'd play a gnome but they do uh, dead bodies everywhere so people are having a good time, people are dying that's that's hardcore baby uh, Blizzard did give us an update on the uh, by the numbers for hardcore uh, there's been 90,000 deaths since launch this is as of earlier uh, today 90,000 deaths since launch uh, the highest at the time was level 33 the deadliest mobs were the Cobalt Miner, the Murloc Steamrunner, and the Wendigo. The Cobalt Miner and the Steamrunner, uh, the Murloc Steamrunner are from Elwyn Forest, and the Wendigo is from uh, Dunmarrow. Uh, there's also a little bug that's uh, kind of weird uh, that showed up on some of the Hardcore Realms where uh, players with mail can't transfer. So uh, Blizzard did announce that if you die during your hardcore journey and you really loved your character and you just like really want to keep playing that character well you can't resurrect on a hardcore realm so they are giving the option for a free transfer to a classic era realm which is fantastic because some people are going to fall in love with that character and they're just really having a blast you got a really good boe blue or you got a great drop from the dead mines you got mr smite's mace whatever it is um you can transfer to classic era realm which is great, except if you have mail, you can't transfer. And if you're dead, you can't log in to check your mail. So there's a slight problem. So Blizzard says, we have a bug on Hardcore Realms where some characters are not able to be deleted or transfer off the realm after their unfortunate demise, ostensibly due to mail. We've been working on it, and we've come to the conclusion that it might take some time to resolve. In other words, they screwed up. So hopefully that gets fixed pretty quickly and uh, people are able to transfer those characters off. If not, just leave your character dead. <laughs> just leave, leave them sitting there dead, and, and when, when transfers open up, you can go ahead and move them over. Um, that, I, I, I guess that's it for that. Frostborn hungers. Let's move on to Wrath Classic. In Wrath Classic, the big news there is that uh, Blizzard has announced that there's going to be a PTR opening up for ICC very soon. Uh, we will soon open a PTR for testing Wrath of the Lich King Classic version 3.4.3. That patch includes Ice Crown Citadel. We intend to open the raid for initial public testing on Tuesday, August 29th at 2 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time. The first raid test will likely close after three days. So, Ice Crown coming. We knew that was going to happen, and that's really all there is to say about that. I mean, Ice Crown is Ice Crown. There's that's the most iconic raid in the um, in in that expansion. 
Some might argue that Old War is the best raid, but Ice Crown is definitely the most iconic. In addition, <laughs> and man, people are salty about this, but uh, during the WoW Community Council live chat that took place for the hardcore servers that uh, have just opened up, it came out that Blizzard is planning to, in the new PTR, they're going to go ahead and include the random dungeon finder and the quest helper add-on. Quest helper add-on, that's great. Questy is fine, but quest helper add-on or the, the quest helper built in would be fantastic. However, the random dungeon finder going into Wrath of Lich King, at this point in time, when there was so much complaining when it didn't get added in in the beginning, and Blizzard said that's antithetical to classic, and we don't want to do it. We're not. It's not going to happen. Well, guess what? It's happening now. Random dungeon fire is going in at the end of Wrath of the Lich King, just like it did originally. It came in at the end, but originally it came in at the end to help usher in Cataclysm. So, if you were ever curious as to whether or not we were going to get Cataclysm Classic, I think this is the final piece of that puzzle. Yes, we're going to get Cataclysm Classic and it's going to include the random dungeon finder. And if I were to make a bet, I would say that we're going to see the raid finder open up towards the end of Cataclysm Classic when we get Dragon Soul. But we'll see. Uh, in other classic news, this isn't really news, this is more just me kind of spitballing here, but there's been a lot of talk about Classic Plus and Season of Mastery 2, which Blizzard has emphatically stated it's not going to be Season of Mastery 2, it's going to be something else. Okay, that's great. You can call it Season of Classic Plus, you could call it Season of Donuts for all I care. Uh, it's going to be something new, it's going to be a seasonal server, and it gives them the opportunity to play around with things in a way that was not intended originally, in a way that is different from the way that WoW works today, which I think is fantastic. I love the idea of the seasonal server. I played on Season of Mastery when it first came out last year. It was a blast. I loved it. I had a lot of fun raiding Molten Core. The guild I was with sucked, and it completely fell apart because people couldn't handle the extra difficulties in Molten Core. We're not talking about Black and Lair. We're not talking about Encourage. We're not talking about Nax. We're talking about Molten Fucking Core was too hard for this guild. And it was a blast. I played, <laughs> I played a Holy Paladin, and I, it, it was fine. It was great. But I'm really curious to see what they come up with. Personally, I'd love to see a lot of changes. Throw in every change you can. Add to the level cap. Add some new raids. Add new dungeons. P pick up some of the lost threads from Vanilla. We've got quests. Missing Diplomat is a great idea. Pick up from that quest and have it lead to a new dungeon where we fight the Defias, the true leader of the Defias Brotherhood. Not Van Cleef. Not that nonsense. The real mastermind behind the Defias Brotherhood. Let's get it going, Blizz. Come on. Uh, let's get some class changes in there. Make Paladins viable tanks. Make uh, Boomkins viable casters. Uh, make Hunters viable class. Let's get it going. Uh, gear changes, you have to do it. If you have any sort of changes going into a Season of Mastery server, you've got to have some gear changes. Now, you don't need to change the existing gear, but you need to provide more of 
the gear that works. The reason that Warriors were so overpowered in Classic, and in Vanilla, honestly, we just didn't know it then, but the reason they were so overpowered in Classic is because the gear was optimized for that class. Not necessarily intentionally, it just, that's what was figured out. That the Warriors had the best gear when you combine that with World Buffs, when you combine that with whether it's Wind Fury or whatever you got, Warriors had the best chance of being the best class. They're knocking out the best DPS. I played a Warrior in Classic, and you know what? I did really good DPS, and I'm terrible at that class in Classic. But I still did good DPS because it's just that easy. You get some world buffs on you, you get a Crusader enchant, and you're just you're just pounding. You're you're just pumping and you're parsing. And it it feels bad for anyone that's not a warrior. So do I want Warriors to be last? No. I still want Warriors to be one of the best classes on DPS. But they're the only tank currently in Classic. They're the top melee DPS. They're the top DPS, depending on who you ask, and depending on what raid you're in. Uh, mages can get in there, certainly. Warlocks can get in there. But Warriors, by and large, are going to be the best at everything. Except for healing. They're obviously terrible at healing. Uh, but you give them some bandages... And I'll bet you, you could get a warrior to top the healing charts. You do realize I am a dragon, yes? That I can breathe fire? Just making sure. Alright, let's move on to Dragonflight. Dragonflight, that's where it's at. Because I'll tell you right now, I'm having a blast playing my Fury Warrior in Dragonflight. I'm doing some M+. Got a raid, couple raids going in. I took most of Season 2 off, but I came back late to jump in and... See what I can do, and you know what? I leveled up, or geared up. I was already level 70. I geared up really fast. The gearing is so easy. I jumped into some Mythic Plus. I'm not doing too high level, because honestly, at this point, it doesn't matter. We're, we're about to get Season 3. But I'm still doing 10s, 11s, 12s. No problem. Well, that's not true. There are some problems. I'm definitely having some problems, because you go into a group, and... I'm not great. I'll admit it. I'm the first to say I'm not a fantastic player at World of Warcraft. But you go into a group, and if you're the top DPS and you feel like you're not a great player, that says a lot about the group. And and when you get into a plus 10 or a plus 11, and the other DPS is doing 20k, you're definitely going to feel it in that group. So, um, and as I mentioned to one of my friends today, there's two kinds of tanks in there. There's the tanks that go in there, and they they sit and they, they, boom, here we go, here's the group. And you go, boom, let's AoE this, let's burn them down. And there's the tanks that feel like they need to just run through the dungeon the whole way. And I don't understand it, and I never will. And that's okay. That's why I stopped playing a tank. Um, all right, so let's talk about patch 10.1.7. Um, this is the new patch that's coming out. The release date has been announced by Blizzard. It's September 20th. Sorry. September 25th, wow. September 5th, which is uh, about a week and a half away, the uh, PTR build is the release candidate, which means there's not likely to be any more major changes going on in that. Um, within patch 10.1.7, we're going to have several new features that are going to come out in the game. No new content per se, but uh, there is a new world events type feature, which is the dream surges. So this is like the time rifts, this is like the, the Farak assaults, this is like the whatever the latest and greatest 
world event is. Blizzard seems to be an un unleashing one of these on us every uh, .5 and .7 patch. So uh, this one is the Dream Surges. And uh, not a lot of information about it. It's basically uh, players are going to vote on a buff, a zone-wide buff. Oh, let's step back. Uh, the Dream Surges are going to affect one zone per week. The uh, Within that zone, players will be able to vote on a buff that will affect the entirety of the zone. They'll be able to buff with a currency, so it'll be a lot like the uh, Broken Shore in Legion, where you would apply your currency to whatever building you were trying to build. In this case, you're going to vote between two options, and uh, so uh, you'll either get the really good option, or people will troll the zone and you'll get the shitty option. Uh, so that's the dream surges uh, is basically just going to be kill a boss, get a currency, get some uh, ketchup gear. Um, and apparently there's also an XP buff, although I'm not clear on exactly how that's supposed to work. But uh, yeah, so this is a, a way to earn some ketchup gear for your alts or for, for your main if you took season two off and you're like, hey, I want to get geared up before season three. This is the way to do it. So I believe it's going to drop veteran gear and you'll also be able to get a champion piece. Uh, from that, so uh, it's it's really all you need going into season three. Get get uh, some veteran and a couple champion pieces. You'll be good to go. Uh, Dawn of the Infinites, the mega dungeon, which has been uh, <laughs> which has been beating the shit out of players for a uh, uh, couple months now, uh, will be launching in heroic mode. So uh, with the launch of the content update, players can undertake this dungeon with either heroic or mythic difficulty in two parts: Galakrond's Fall and Mirazon's Rise. These wings won't be available with Keystone dungeons until Dragonflight Season Three kicks off later this year, which we already knew. So Galakrond's Fall—that's the first four bosses: Chronicar, Manifested Timeways, Blight of Galakrond, and Iridacron. Mirazon's Rise—that's the last four bosses, which is Tear, Morchi, Time Lost Battlefield, and Chrono Lord Deus. So, uh, I believe all the rewards for uh, the mythic version of this dungeon will be available in Heroic, so uh, that will uh, remain to be seen when the patch launches in a week and a half. Uh, another feature in the new patch is the Night Elf and Forsaken Heritage Armor. This, uh, we all know the drill with the Heritage Armor. It's a really good quest, followed by some really cool armor that is thematic to the particular race. Uh, in this case, it's the Night Elves and the Forsaken. It requires level 50. Uh, Forsaken players can speak to Lillian Voss in the Ruins of Lordaeron and begin the quest Unliving Summons. Night Elf players can go to the Stormwind Embassy because they don't have a home anymore because Sylvanas fucking burned theirs down and click on the scroll on the table to start the Clarion's Call. So have fun, Night Elf and Forsaken players. I'm going to have a blast with this because I'm a Night Elf main for life. All of my characters are Night Elves except for my Paladin which and Shaman, which can't be a Night Elf. So, uh, yeah. If I could be a Night Elf Paladin and a Night Elf Shaman, I would have 100% Night Elf characters. But Alright. Uh, the storyline in uh, Valdraken will continue uh, with Reforging Tear. Um, I, I gave up on the storyline. I, I just I couldn't do it. There was it's just too much. The the renown requirements are ridiculous. I, I don't understand why Blizzard would do that. Give us the storyline. Let us do the storyline and have us do renown for something else. But the storyline shouldn't be if you want to time gate it, that's fine. But assuming that everyone's gonna go do all of the renown, 
you specifically told us we didn't have to do it. So now you're saying, oh, you wanted the storyline for free? Oh, no, no. You have to pay for that with Renown. Anyway, <clears throat> I don't want to go off on that tangent. Uh, holiday updates are coming. So Brewfest is getting an update, which we don't know exactly what that's going to be. Um, Hallow's End is going to get an update, which is going to involve a new quest line for the Headless Horseman, which will... Uh, be able to play, players will be able to unlock heroic mode for that which should be pretty fun that's a holiday that's been around for a long time and a lot, pretty iconic uh, players still trying to get that damn mount but uh, yeah so I'm assuming that with heroic we'll be have a higher chance to get the mount and some new rewards um, in addition to the uh, Night Elf and Forsaken Heritage Armor. There's going to be some new customizations for those two races and the Draenei. So the Night Elf will get new body tattoos and updated face tattoos for the females. Uh, the Forsaken will get some new skin colors added. And the Draenei will have a new quest with uh, the Prophet Velen to unlock the red Eridar skins. So you'll be able to play a demonic uh, Draenei, which will be pretty cool. Alright. Uh, moving on to patch 10.2. So... <clears throat> there's a, a encrypted build for 10.2 on the PTR right now, uh, or not on the PTR. It's uh, it's on the um, on the file server uh, for Blizzard, and uh, so that means that we're probably going to get a 10.2 announcement here shortly. So, as far as what is 10.2 going to entail, well, most people are assuming that it's going to involve some sort of green dragonflight and or night elf tree type lore so we'll see um are we going to go to the emerald dream maybe are we going to go to ardenwild maybe are we going to who knows um blizzard has been pretty tight-lipped about it and um while there's been some breadcrumbs that have led up to this we don't know and anything that we have guessed or any speculation that we have is just that, it's speculation. The uh, same thing goes for patch 11.0. Uh, it was revealed today, as uh, uh, WoWhead found, um, or data mined, I should say, uh, some rewards for purchasing the 11.0 expansion uh, pack, uh, 500 traders tenders for purchasing the expansion, 750 for purchasing the upgraded expansion, and 1,000 for purchasing the premium collector's edition expansion whatever it is I, you know what i don't care give us I can put trader standards on the store i don't care i would love to be able to go on there and be like hey i want to buy everything in the in the trader's post because i can because i have a job and i'm going to work and i'll spend my 60 bucks or whatever it costs to buy all that trans bucks shit why not People are already buying mounts and armor and whatever the fuck else is on the store. Pets. I don't know why you would buy a pet, but people do. Um, and so why? Why is it that we can't buy trader standards? Why not? Put it out there. Put everything out there. It's not pay to win. This is all cosmetic. It means literally nothing. It's just, I want my character to look a certain way. That's all it is. I want my character to look cool. Well, guess what? That's why we're playing this game. That's why I sit in the middle of Valdraken on my stupid yak and put on a 
new transponder, I'm going to go, yeah. Walk five feet and go, you know what, I'm going to change this. And I, three transmogs later, I'm finally satisfied. But that's the real end game for me. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to do the raid. And I want to do the Mythic Plus dungeons. And I want to get raiding. And I want to, I want to do all that stuff. I don't really care about PvP, but that's just me. A lot of people care about PvP. That's fine. But the real end game is, I want my character to look cool. Yes, you want your character to feel cool. And that's fine. And some people are happy with their character wearing a mishmash of armor looking kind of ridiculous. And that's fine. But for the most part, people want their character to look cool. That's why Transmog has been so successful. That's why we have the trial of style. So why? Why are we people so upset about trader standards? Is it because you can't afford it? Well, you know what? I'm sorry. I, I don't know what to tell you. You also can't afford 50 WoW tokens to, to be able to buy the Brutosaur mount. Okay, that's fine. Some people did. Some people bought it with real money. They put that money into it in BFA. They, they exchanged it for in-game gold and they bought the Brutosaur and now they have it. And guess what? Nobody cares. Nobody cares. So, it's just something to think about. Query, what do you think I'm here for? Tea and biscuits? Spill the beans already. All right. <clears throat> At this point, I want to go into our lore discussion. Um, this isn't really much of a lore discussion. This is really more of a discussion about the future of WoW Classic. Because, as most people know, after Wrath of the Lich King, Blizzard released Cataclysm in 2010, December of 2010. Cataclysm is remembered for being uh, having really hard heroic dungeons for having pretty good raids right off the bat um, but mostly it's remembered for completely changing the face of Azeroth so all of the zones got changed to allow for flying and which was fantastic I love being able to fly in the old world fly through Gold, Goldshire fly through uh, Dumoreau all over the place let's go the problem is that people had spent years, we're talking six years, going through the same quests and the same zones, and they knew everything, and it felt like home. You go through, you go through Elven Forest, and you know the quest, you know the NPCs, you know what to do. You go, if you're a night elf, you go through Darkshore. If you're a horde player, you go through the Barrens. If you're a uh, Forsaken, you go to Hell. Everybody knew what the world contained. And Cataclysm came in and changed that completely. It's not a small thing. Some people try to make it sound like, oh, well, it's just, you know, whatever. It's, it's just zones. It's just quests. It wasn't just quests. It was those NPCs. And Blizzard specifically gave us quests to remind us that those NPCs were now dead. If you were a Night Elf and you were in Darkshore... You would get a quest to go find, oh, see if there's any survivors. And you would go and find those NPCs. They gave you all those quests, all those years, and they were fucking dead. And that was hard to handle. Because that was memories. That was, I felt that. I literally went through on my Hunter in 2010 before Cataclysm was released. Because I knew it was going to happen. And I went through and I took all these screenshots of all these characters in Aberdeen. 
and that's it. It's gone. Now, at the time, I didn't know that there was going to be Classic. So obviously, we could go back there anytime we want now because we have Classic Gira servers. But before Classic, before 2019, the only way to go see those old zones was to go on a pirate server. You go on a, on a private server, which is various states of legal issues, but that was the only way to experience those old zones again. If you if you went to Darkshore, you were going to get the bullshit Darkshore with Malfurion in the center and all that nonsense. It wasn't fun. I didn't like it. I still haven't done many of those zones to their completion. I haven't done the whole storyline. Because to me, that's not Darkshore. That's some other zone. Now, players who started playing after Cataclysm or at that point forward, they don't care. To them, it doesn't matter. And I get that. They're interested in the gameplay. They're interested in the new lore. Fine. That, but to me, I started playing in 2005. That's where I cut my teeth. That's what I knew. That's what I wanted. And it went away. Now, we still have Classic Era. And it doesn't look like Classic Era is going to go anywhere. Will Wrath of the Lich King Classic move into Cataclysm just the way that Burning Crusade Classic moved into Wrath of the Lich King Classic? Possibly. Will Blizzard keep Wrath of the Lich King Classic Era servers around? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. But that's, to me, Classic ends with Wrath of the Lich King because that was when the world changed. So that's my thoughts on that. I don't want to get too deep into that because it just sounds like me complaining a whole bunch, which it is. So <clears throat> thanks for listening, and I really hope that you enjoyed this podcast, and I'm really looking forward to getting the next one out to you, and we'll see you then.